It all started with a need to move your family. And not just moving your family, going out for a picnic on the weekend. It became synonymous with wood paneling and bringing your family to the movies. Hell, even hiding kids underneath a blanket in the back. Everybody remembers the station wagon from their past life as long as they're over the age of 30. But today, the station wagon market is slowly disappearing. It is slowly being taken away from us because of the competition. But can it truly be saved? Or will it fade into the memories of drive-in movies and wood paneling from the past? Today, we're going to take a look at the wagon. What great our silver screens and is slowly driving into the sunset. Autoworks.net Autopod streaming day or night coming right at you right here right now. Welcome back to Autolooks Autopod. I am your host, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. himself. And I'm coming to you from our podcast on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, YouTube, Stitcher, and Tuned In. And over at www.autolooks.net. For all your corporate websites from big or small, we have them all. Autolooks.net. If you like this podcast or you want to give us some hints and tips for the future, Please like, share, or comment via Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. And always stay tuned with what Autolux is going to be bringing you from now until the future. And today we're taking a look at that famous vehicle. That famous vehicle if you were over the age of 30 that we all remember. We're talking about that product that has been with us essentially since the start of the automobile industry. From the end of World War II and a lack of metal, these products were graced with solid oak and pine. They brought about the woody yes we're talking about the station wagon the station wagon came to life for a need of moving your families easily about trying to jam as much cargo space inside a basic sedan well all you got to do is elongate the back and add some extra features now station wagons have had some pretty amazing features over the time they've had beds in the back they've had flip down side seating seats they've had rolling seats they've had wood paneling they've had two doors they've had four doors they've had shooting brakes hell even today they have off-road version. The station wagon has essentially done it all, but it's slowly disappearing from ours. It's disappearing into the night. And like coupes and convertibles, it's one of those products that may have a saving grace, but only if people still purchase vehicles. Now as men and women returned from World War II and started moving out into the suburbs, most people back then were moving into the suburban areas and they were looking for more than one vehicle. Unlike their parents who had only owned one vehicle, living through the depression they made do with what they had, these people wanted more. With usually one person working from the home, they needed one vehicle to get your family around and one vehicle to go out. So naturally, coupes and convertibles were for the person who left the home to go to work. But the station wagon became synonymous with family hauling. And throughout the 50s, 60s, and into the early 70s, the station wagon was beloved by all. It's wood paneling, massive amounts of cargo space, and even roof racks, which allowed for more cargo capacity, allowed the baby boomer generation to move their entire family in one vehicle. It maximized space while still giving you the ability to just drive to the store. It made everyone comfortable on long journeys. It made it easy to sneak people into the movies. The station wagon was there for all of us. But unfortunately, like most products, it eventually moves on. Now, like I said, station wagons have essentially been around forever. Even the Model T, when you consider it, it really wasn't a sedan. You can call it a hatchback, but essentially 
it was the original station wagon because it went all the way to the back. It had maximized cargo space. The same concept behind the station wagon. Now with all that volume and the size of these things, like look at a 1971 Plymouth Fury or a 72 Mercury Marquis Colony Park edition. They were massive. They were huge. And helped by the 70s, they were starting to put big block V8s underneath the hood. They were giving them performance. They were giving them luxury features. Look at the Vista Cruiser and its top vid window. They had side seating. They had everything a family needed. So why did they disappear? And why aren't they here now? Why don't people want them? Like we said, the 50s, it became synonymous with fans. The 60s, it was a standard family hauling vehicles. The 70s, it was still there. But unfortunately, at the late 60s, the rise of the microbus soon gave rise to the cargo van. And even with the gas crisis hitting us, cargo vans were slowly starting to become a mainstay with people. Yes, the baby boomers were moving up and they didn't want to drive around on their parents' station wagon. They wanted their cool van. But the cargo van really wasn't a family vehicle. Yeah, you could fit everybody in there comfortably. You get a lot of people and a lot of stuff from place to place. It had more cargo storage than a station wagon. Hell, you can get some of these things decked out as RVs. But is that practical for day-to-day -day use? No, the station wagon still was. And then the 80s hit us. And even with a summer blockbuster called National Lampoon's Summer Vacation, their interesting looking station wagon showcasing the family traveling across the country in that famous wood paneling, well, by that time, fake wood paneling station wagon. The station wagon was dying out. And in the 80s, that wood paneling was moving over to the competition. And that competition came in the form of a smaller van. Yes, the cargo van put a dent into the station wagon segment. But the minivan segment, as it started to blow up by the late 80s and into the 90s, minivans were knocking at the wagon's door. Yes, minivans are essentially part of the demise of the station wagon. But if you look at station wagons into the 80s and even into the 90s, we still had a lot to choose from. 1988, Ford LTD Country Squire is one of the most famous station wagons of the 80s. It was big, it was burly, and you could haul a lot of stuff with it. And when you compare it to a minivan, it still maximized space better than the minivan. The unfortunate thing for it was ease and accessibility. Minivans were easy easier to get in and out of. But station wagons had roof rails. Station wagons had rear-facing seats. They had stuff that minivans didn't have yet. Moving into the 90s, we all remember seeing the big Buick Roadmaster station. They were huge. They were big. They were at the end of their time. By the late 90s, with the explosion of the minivan marketplace, everyone jumping into the minivan ring. Ford had one. Mercury had them. Nissan had one. Dodge. Chrysler. Plymouth. General Motors had one for nearly every division by the time of the corporate fallout in 2008 they did have everyone except for cadillac they had one for chevrolet saturn buick oldsmobile pontiac they all had their minivans they were all there they were exploding but station wagons weren't like i said saturn was a small company and they initially had station wagon versions of their original sedans but eventually when the chevrolet uplander showed up their station wagons were replaced with this minivan and by the early 2000s people were slow starting to move out of sedans to begin with and station wagons were just a counterpart station wagons were cool for people like myself they still weren't cool because we thought of them as the big family haulers our parent tucked us underneath blanket 
tickets in the back to go to the movies at. They weren't cool. Hell, look at the show, that 70s show. And he gets the Vista Cruiser. Yeah, it was big. He could fit all his friends in it, but it still wasn't as cool as when Kelso got his van. A microbus, but a van. Minivans weren't seen that way either. They weren't cool as well. But sedans were slowly disappearing. By the late 90s, the SUV boom started. The Ford Explorers started to show us that if you move an SUV from body on frame to unibody construction, you can achieve better miles per gallon. You could put it in the same ring as minivans. Now, minivans were already achieving better mileage than full-size station wagon. With that, the station wagon didn't have any ground to stand on. They were slowly losing market share. In most markets, though, you gotta remember, it's the early 2000s. And in the early 2000s, companies like Mercedes, BMW, Infiniti, Lexus, hell, even Chrysler, didn't have SUVs. They were slowly starting to make inroads. Mercedes had released the M class, but that's all they had. And BMW had the X5, but that's all they had. So they still had station wagons. They still had three series station wagons. They still had C class and E class station wagons. Volvo had the V90s. Mazda had the Mazda 6. Subaru had the Outbacks and the Legacies. Now station wagons were still there. They were still being utilized. And even Chrysler for the European marketplace had their Dodge Magnum turned into the Chrysler 300 Touring C. And then, like we said, we had the Dodge Magnum. These were products because station wagons were starting to become cool again. They were starting to make a little bit of inroads in back into the minivan ring, where minivans were now seen as the soccer mom vehicle of choice. Or in Canada, the hockey mom vehicle of choice. Yeah, you could fit a sheet of plywood on the back, but you gotta take all the seats out. Sure, you can do the similar thing with the Magnum by dropping the seats. But this was just the beginning. And as we slowly move towards the financial crisis 2008. It seemed that only luxury car companies were building station wagons. Cadillac had the CTS wagon. Jaguar had the XS Sport Break. Ford still had the Mondeo wagon. They were holding on to it and they held on to it all the way to the end. Station wagons were still a big part of family life in Europe. In North America we were disappearing because even at that time sedans were disappearing. Everybody was moving into crossover utility vehicles. In sport utility vehicles, the wagon was slowly disappearing. And as the financial crisis hit us, car companies started looking for ways to bring down their product offerings. And seeing that station wagons sold less than their sedan counterparts, even some of the big luxury car companies out there started getting rid of them. By the mid-2010s, even companies like BMW and Mercedes had all but lost their entry-level station wagons. The 3 Series wagon was gone. The C-Class wagon was gone. Saab was completely gone. Volvo was holding on to their station wagons, but only as their cross-country versions. Station wagons are slowly dying out. And when you look at the product offerings for 2021, they are very minimum. And the only product offerings that are there are product offerings that have been there for a long time. And a lot of the big companies who once made station wagons have all but gone. The wagon is slowly going the same way as the coupe and convertible marketplace. A distant memory. And as active lifestyle vehicles start merging station wagons, CUVs, cross treks all together into one product product offering and people start moving into the one car driveway station wagons may not have a home in the future it's sad to see that our product offerings get smaller and smaller every year for station wagons or to this day i still love a station wagon help my my little pocket rocket in the garage is a station wagon why do i prefer
preferred over a sedan? Well, it looks a lot better when you customize it. And that is one thing that has disappeared from our marketplace today. People have lost the ability to really look at something that's amazing, like a sedan or a station wagon. The Mazda 6 wagon was one of those products that looked better in the aftermarket industry than its sedan counterpart. But with the aftermarket industry dwindling now, it can't be the saving grace for the station wagon. With now the rise of active lifestyle vehicles and sport utility vehicles once again, the final nail has been drawn into the coffin of the station wagon. Where station wagons today need to move into crossover vehicles or die. It is sad that the wood paneling vehicles of the past, those great vehicles that we all shove tons of people into to go to the movies, are now disappearing. And with the sedan marketplace slowly dwindling, and taking a back seat to the crossover utility marketplace as well, it's only a matter of time before the station wagon industry disappears. It's only saving grace for the station wagon world could come in the form of product delivery vehicles. But unfortunately, with the rise of electric van manufacturers around the world, station wagons may soon lose out on this contract as well. Rolling up to your house in a Dodge Magnum delivery vehicle would seem a lot more cool than some of the electric offerings of vans out there. But unfortunately, I can pile a lot more stuff into an electric van, similar to what a rival is making, than I can into a product like the Dodge Bag. And when personalization and the aftermarket industry start taking a backseat to the automotive world, then there really is no hope in saving this once great marketplace. So as we say goodbye to one of our favorite aftermarket tuner vehicles in a vehicle that has spanned from the 40s all the way up to 2010, as being a main part in our automotive world, we have to say goodbye to the wagon. It will not die out. Unfortunately, no product ever officially dies out. It will be saved by the Crosstrek industry. This is its only saving grace where you can create an off-road version of a station wagon. It's one of the few things still left for the wagon to do. But with less and less sedans coming out, it may have less and less product offerings to utilize to build its wagons. So all around, can we save the station wagon segment? Or is it doomed? the same fate as the coupon convertible marketplace. Looking a little further ahead and seeing the numbers and how our product offerings every year have decreased over the past decade, we don't see much saving grace for the station wagon marketplace. So unless there's a major shift back into automotive ownership, the station wagon will soon have its fate sealed by the end of this decade as it is finally taken off of the map of every product cycle and segment out there similar to the standard two-door coupe models, and we will be sad to see it go. So from all of us at Autolux, we've had some great times in station wagons. We've seen some great station wagons, but with it not being compatible with most family units today and not having the ability to expand itself as easily as crossover utility vehicles, the station wagon market is soon to disappear. We are sad to see it go. So for myself, Everett J, and the Autolux crew, if you liked what you heard, please like, share, or comment on Facebook twitter or linkedin and share the podcast with friends and tell them the fact that we have itunes podbeam spotify youtube google play amazon music and if they want to see all of the episodes and product images from this podcast please stop by www.autolux.net to see what we are talking about and see some of the great station wagons of the past along with attachment files to all the great corporate websites big or small we have them all at autolux.net Now strap yourself in for one fun wild ride as we roll out the welcome mat for the station wagon in the sky.